Welcome to Inclusive Leadership in a Virtual World Weekly Podcast. My name is Belle Walker of Bellevue Consulting, and as you know, we framed three questions we asked each of our facilitators to capture their unique perspective and approach within their respective workplaces. Today we have Stacey McKibben, an incredible communication expert who focuses on making middle managers more effective at coaching and leading others. Welcome to our podcast, Stacey. Thank you so much for having me, Belle. It's great to see you. Awesome. It's great to see you. And let's jump right in with our first question because we're trying to make this speedy. Um, as an inclusive leader, what is unique about your approach? Oh, great question. So I think one of the things that we do a little bit differently is, first of all, we really take a blended approach to learning. So we've recognized that in order to truly help people to create change, and that's at the end of the day, what most people are looking for when they're looking for, you know, leadership and training development is really taking a look at training on the content, really coaching the individual on how to break through some of their own barriers, and then really creating an environment for sustainability. So how do you keep it going? Because practice, practice, practice is really the key here. And ways that we do that is we really integrate our trainings with the kind of the neuroscience of learning and behavior. So we wrap that in so that we make sure that we're really helping people to break through those patterns that are maybe holding them back and really allowing them to embrace some of the new strategies and the new habits that they'd like to create. So that's how we do it a bit uniquely than everybody else. That's so powerful. I love that you're tapping into the neuroscience elements. I also love that your uh, the framework you laid out used both the word individual and environment because those are uh, important combinations. Absolutely. Nature and nurture. <laughs> Nature and nurture. So a bit curious, what is your favorite silver lining of living and working in a virtual universe? This is such a great question. And I might go a little bit um, ethereal on you for a second here. So I think what's really been cool is the fact that you know, because we've broken down the barriers of needing to define physical location in any specific space. Now you can physically be anywhere we want to be by joining somebody in a virtual environment that it's really challenged us to think about, are we really like here in ourselves? Are we really out here with everybody all the time? Because this whole idea of being now like connected at this global level is something that we get to see and experience every day by being able to pop in and out of these Zoom or virtual meetings all across the globe. And so I think it's really changed our definition of what even geography actually is and really stretched the boundaries of what we see as possible. So I love that. And I also love doing my work in my yoga pants. I'm just going to throw that one in there. <laughs> one of my favorite silver linings. <laughs> the flexibility in uh, clothing, especially for our legs, has been lovely. But I, yes. I, really struck by this notion of uh, the gesture you did. And for those of you who are just listening to this, uh, Stacy sort of gestured towards herself in here and then towards the, the camera and this ethereal world for out there. Mm -hmm. And it, that's an element of it I hadn't really thought about before, right? This separation of ourselves and the broader connectedness, it's not something I usually associate with technology. I know. And that's just one of the beauty. I think one of the ways that you can leverage it to truly change how you're connected with somebody um, as, and it's more of a mindset really than anything else. And I think it might challenge us moving forward to keep that in mind that there are no limits. There's no boundaries. And so speaking of limits and boundaries, some very <laughs> uh, systematic words, our third question <laughs> is what systemic disruption 
do we need to see more of in the world and why? That's a fantastic question. And I think the first thing that, that comes to me is this whole idea of, of truly embracing change. You know, it's funny, it's the one constant that we can always count on, yet it's the one thing that as humans, we are naturally predisposed to resist. And so I think if we can continue to systematically disrupt this idea that, you know, the status quo is, is, is is where the harmony lies but really challenge us that no it's it's in that change in those moments and i love thinking about um you know isn't it the the chinese word for for crisis and opportunity is actually the same and so as you think about this idea of of change and crisis that it, it truly does create these opportunities and if we could see and feel it that way as humans then i think we would be much more willing to embrace it and we would get a lot more excited about it when it does happen as opposed to feeling the woe me of, of it when it does hit, um, which is what I think we've felt a lot over the last 14 months. Um, so I think if we could continue to do that, we'd all be in a different place. That would be amazing, <laughs> I think, for, for all of us, both as individuals and for our broader society. Um, and and I, I can't help but ask from uh, given your, your background, how does that tie into the neuropsychological piece? Like is, is there, do you have any tips or tricks, things we can do as individuals to help push this broader systemic change? Absolutely, and I'm glad you asked. You know, the, the thing that's really interesting is our beliefs is actually what creates our thoughts and our emotions and our actions and our results. So if we can get all the way back up to the top of that equation and we can change the way we think about change. So change, uh, reframe our belief about change being that it's a necessary evil or that it's something that happens to us and reframe it to something that is more powerful, that change is, is, um, is good, that it's helping us, then it'll ultimately create new thoughts, new emotions and new actions when change does spring upon us. And I love that, that quote of, of what is luck and it's when preparedness meets opportunity. And so if we prepare our brains with this new belief system, then when opportunity knocks, you will experience that luck. <laughs> wow. Well, I encourage all of our listeners to start uh, embracing the glorious goodness and potential there is in change. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Crisis and opportunity alike. And thank you so much for joining us, Stacy. That's our seven minutes of inclusive leadership in a virtual world. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you on a future Wednesday morning. You got it. You'll see me there for sure. Thanks, Belle. Thanks, Stacy.